Entrepreneur on Fire 984. Make your prospect feel completely understood. If you can achieve that, you've probably achieved a sale. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast and answer any questions you have. Text PARADISE to 33444 to claim your spot today. That's PARADISE to 33444. IGNITE. If you want 100% satisfaction guarantee, then go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Looking for a website host that provides 24-7 live support, one-click WordPress installs, and an easy website builder? Visit HostCater.com slash FIRE and the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, John Benson. John, are you prepared to ignite? I am, John. Let's do this thing. (laughs) John is the creator of the Video Sales Letter, which ushered in a new form of selling on the web. To date, his 3X formula style of Video Sales Letter has generated over $1 billion dollars in sales for hundreds of entrepreneurs and businesses. He now teaches his 3X formula live in corporate settings, as well as through courses on the internet. John, take a minute, fill in the blanks from the intro and give us a glimpse in your personal life. Uh, sure. Like, um, personal life, there's so much to tell. <laughs> yeah. Start in the crib. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I was, I was born in Dallas, Texas, and I grew up in Dallas and New York. We were back and forth um, at, when I was a kid. So I kind of have a Southern and a Northern accent put together. And uh, yeah, I, I would, I was kind of the weirdo in, in the weirdo kid. I didn't have, my mom and dad were not musical, were not artistic. And I ended up being an artist and a musician and a writer. So uh, that kind of drifted into being the entrepreneur. So I know you. I, I'm pretty sure that you guys like entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. I'm in good company by by saying that. But uh, I, yeah, so I started early. I I was really right in college, man. I was like, I know this is what I want to do. I I would I just started majoring in things I wanted to study. I studied philosophy, theology, music. I mean, basically worthless degrees because uh, I knew I'd end up starting my own business, and that's what happened right out of college. And never looked back. And it, you know, didn't think I would become a copywriter. Didn't think that would. I never even had that on the horizon but knew I would do something where I wrote a book or did something, you know, I, I knew that was in the back of my head and I ended up writing my first book at 40 and, and that was the launch into internet marketing. Well, John, you and I have a lot in common. Um, one of those things being taking useless courses in college. You know, for me, <laughs> I was an ROTC cadet post 9-11, so I knew I was going to war and I didn't really care about getting a specific degree because I was going to be an army officer and uh, mm. things worked out fine for both of us, I'd have to say. Yeah, a little different than we probably planned, but that's <laughs> So, John, we're going to talk about your journey with specific stories in a few minutes here. But before we do, let's picture you at a networking party in Malibu, where you're at right now. And someone walks up to you and they say, John Benson, what's up, buddy? What exactly do you do? And in 10 seconds, how would you respond? I teach business owners online how to use words 
effectively in order to draw in customers, prospects, and make more sales. That's what I do. Okay, sign me up. <laughs> Love that. And Fire Nation, this you know is great when people can really communicate effectively what they do, the value proposition that they put forward. And John, you're doing something specific right now in your entrepreneurial world. And, and that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how you came to be doing what you're doing right now. So you were doing something different, you know, maybe it was a year ago, maybe it was 10, whatever that was. But tell us that shift, that, that entrepreneurial leap into your current position. It could be from another entrepreneurial venture, but how did you get to be where you are? Well, there were two leaps. There were two specific things. Uh, one of them, I owned a uh, started a graphic design firm. And for those listening that that are into, you know, obviously wanting to be an entrepreneur, I did this um, after listening to a Tony Robbins uh, tape. That's how long ago this was, and it inspired me. He was quoting Thoreau, and I was, uh, you know, really into Thoreau in college, and, and it just sparked in, uh, you know, in my head that I don't want to lead a life of quiet desperation. Mm. So I decided to stop what I was doing. Literally, that was the only job I ever took was right out of college enough to get a car and an apartment. And seven months into it, I quit cold turkey with that with I had like $3,000 in the bank. And I said, I'm going to start my own business. And I had no idea what I was going to do. And I didn't even know what I wanted to do. So I would ask around the office, I'd say, what do you think I should be? And so this is kind of a bizarre yeah. question to ask. Well, not really. And people were saying like, well, um, I don't know, you're kind of arty, so maybe a graphic designer. I said, graphic designer, what is that? What exactly does one do? Well, you draw things. I go, well, I can't draw. Uh, and well, you use a computer. Well, I don't have a computer. But I love the graphic design. I love the way that sounds. It sounds like it would be great for picking up chicks. So I decided because of the great for picking up chicks thing that it sounded cool and mysterious. So I would be a graphic designer. And I swear this is the truth. No artistic ability. I had an ability to design things in my head to, to arrange things. And I just vowed to myself, I'm going to make this work and prove that you can do anything you set your mind to. And within five years, I was one of the top designers in Dallas. Wow. I mean, that's the entrepreneurial leap journey, Fire Nation, that we're looking for here is not necessarily knowing where that next step is, not knowing where you're going to land when you take that big step forward, but just saying, you know what, this feels right. This feels exciting and new. And hey, let's just see what's the worst that can happen. This might not work. And that's probably yeah. okay. Exactly. And I, that was exactly my mindset. It's the worst thing could happen is that, that what you're going to die. No, what's, <laughs> you're not going to. So I, I made that leap and I sucked obviously for years. I had I just had to learn and learn and grow. And, and, and I, had, I had to innovate and create ways to do this when you kind of sucked as a designer. So I created a cheesy newsletter and we literally hiked apartment stairs, you know, four stairs up and down in the hot Texas sun and delivered them by hand and sold advertising space in these newsletters and anything we could do to, to bring in money. But over the years, I got pretty good at it. And then um, it was 13 years into my career when I wrote my first book. And I had come over come off of obesity and heart disease and all this kind of stuff and, and got myself into really good shape and decided there's a book in here. And I started a book called Fit Over 40. And a friend of mine who I met online was a digital publisher. He had his own digital stuff. And I had no idea what any of this world was about. But he said, yeah, I'll, I'll take half of it. I'll promote it. And you take the other half. And he said, you're going you're gonna to walk away from your job. Mm. You're going you're to completely just walk away from this as soon as this hits. I said, well, there's no way. I mean, I, I make a six-figure income. I drive a Porsche. I built 14 years into this business. Day number two after that book launched, I literally gave the company away to our vice president. Just walked out. 
Didn't even bother with selling <laughs> Two days. It. Two days. And I said, okay, so that was venture number two. And I lied. There was actually three. And then venture number three came into that, into the fitness marketing career where I created video sales letters by kind of accident and took off and then started writing them for other people. And the next thing you knew, I kind of became a copywriter and known for that. And so that in 2009, 2010 is when I really branched into doing that full time. All of these past entrepreneurial journeys, the ups, the downs, they've all led you to who you are right now, John. And specifically, share with our listeners, how are you generating revenue? What are your income streams? Uh, multiple. I still do a lot of things from the fitness empire, you know, having a, built a, a list of about 300,000 over the years and multiple products as well as affiliate offers. That's one way of generating revenue. I'm coming out with a few new uh, diet nutrition stuff uh, this year, the, the fit over 40 10 year anniversary for one of them. Um, and the, the primary source of revenue right now is uh, what we call Celerator. Celerator is my training courses for copywriting, specifically video sales letter copywriting and the software that comes along with it. So we kind of put the course and the software together. So that's one of the big pet peeves I have with marketing courses is they're usually, especially something as, as dense as copywriting can be, we took it and compartmentalized it and super segmented it to where it was, it's about as easy as it will ever be, and then put it inside a software to make your training and the production of what you're doing actually happen at the same time. So that's the, the number one source of revenue. And, and people still pay me a, quite a bit of money to write letters for them. I do that less frequently now than I do, than I did say two years ago, but because I got up to like a hundred grand a letter and, you know, plus royalties and very few people want to pay that, but the uh, copywriters are, are worth that. But I'd much, I give a lot more passion out of teaching business owners how they can use the skills of a copywriter rather than becoming one. And that's what Celerator does very well. So John, we've been talking about a lot of awesome things in your journey. Yes, scary things, but they seem to work out. But mm -hmm. you know, I know, Fire Nation knows, they've listened to 983 episodes prior to this if they're the Fire Nation faithful. So <laughs> We want to go to a story that isn't all rainbows and unicorns. Take <laughs> us to the worst entrepreneurial moment that you've ever experienced. Take us down to the ground level, John. Tell us that story. Wow. The worst entrepreneurial moment, I think, for me was realizing at one point I was $80,000 in debt. Uh, I owed $40,000 to the government. Uh, and I had the number one source of my revenue, 90% uh, of it had totally shut down. Mm. And, <laughs> and I went from like, it, it was kind of a feast and famine. You would get, you'd make a lot of money and then you would spend a lot of money and then you would be out a lot of money. And it, it took me years to get that cycle and, and break that cycle. Well, but, now real quick, would you be yeah. spending a lot of money just on kind of frivolous things or was it back into the business trying to kind of recapture that big gain? No, it was uh, mostly on frivolous things, okay. mostly on uh, and when I was younger and on cars and nice places to live and things like that. And, and, and so, yeah, whenever you got hit with the leaner times, I wasn't prepared for it because I, I never had any business training at all. I never, never had a business mindset. I was very much still kind of am more of the arty guy that just doesn't really like structure that much. <laughs> so I'm going to talk <laughs> about that probably later. Yeah. I kind of eschew schedules and structure and, and, um, not, yeah, it's just not my, my forte. So that, that that was the worst moment I can, that I can remember thinking that, wow, you know, there, it was a, a line out of Donald Trump's one of his first books where he said he walked by a homeless person on the street and his then wife or girlfriend said, it could be worse. You could be that guy. And he said, that guy's worth 800 million more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and there was some outrageous number like that. It's like, so I felt like that with less zeros. Right. 
you know, and so that was, that was it. That was one of the worst moments and had to, you know, borrow money to get out of it. And, and that will happen that, or at least it, it can happen, but you can't let those things uh, scare you. You just can't. It's a, you have to rise above it. Yeah. My biggest takeaway there is Fire Nation, always be building that war chest. There's always going to be shifts in the market. There's always going to be lean times. There's always going to be situations you can't control that are going to descend upon you and your business and you best be ready. In fact, if you are ready, sometimes those can be great situations. Look at everybody that got hammered during when the stocks dropped and they got crushed. Well, the people that had a war chest, they came in and bought at the lows. What about the same thing with the housing market? People got crushed. There's foreclosure, short, short sales. The people with the money came in, scooped them up at a bargain and made a ton. So build that war chest. Be that person who's not looking forward or hoping for a, a recession or a downturn in the economy, but you're ready for it. And when you and when it does happen, which is inevitable, you can come in and take advantage of some great opportunities that are there. And that's my big lesson. And John, just one sentence. I'm really challenging you. Keep it short, my mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. What's the one takeaway you want our listeners to walk away with? In order to be successful in life and get to the end of your life and say it was one worth well lived, it, it requires a degree of risk a degree of fortitude, and it's all worth it. It's all worth it. So, John, this next story is going to be worth it because it's going to be more fun to talk about because it's an mm-hmm. epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb that you've had at some point in your journey. And, John, you've had hundreds. I mean, you're a copywriting genius. I mean, these come to you you know, like candy, but the reality is there's probably one that stands out that you know is going to make a good story for Fire Nation. So take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story of that light bulb moment. It's going to have to be the, the creation of a video sales letter. I mean, I, that was an aha moment for sure. I was struggling with a video, a typical YouTube video, and I didn't want to be on camera and I hadn't shaved in a while. And I thought, lighting you know, was horrible. Lighting was horrible. Right. And so I thought, you know, why don't I just put the words on the screen and I'll talk over them. And I, I kind of echoed back to some of the stuff I learned in psychology classes about how when you read and, he, and listen, it kind of, it, it, it uh, solidifies the information in your head. And I likened it and still do to what you experience as uh, when you were a child and, and your father, or your mother read you something when you were going to bed, they would read and you would read along as you got older, you would read along and that, that becomes one of the warmest, most safest places you can be. And I thought, what if you could induce that psychology in someone when you were offering them something to buy? And I just never thought the, the result would do what it did. I didn't think we'd create a $12 billion industry, but that's what happened. So that was a huge aha moment where it was like, you know what? You don't need fancy sales pages. You don't need long, uh, you know, long drawn out copy. I mean, even though I still use it, you can do all of this in with ugly text on a screen with speaking the words. And, and that's the message. And then inside of that aha moment was the, was the importance of, tor- to, of of building rapport and telling a story. So those were the aha moments inside the aha moment, so to say. It's like how important rapport really is. And so I, I can leave the, your, your listeners with one, yeah. one huge thing. And the aha moment in all of them is, for me, was this sentence. The goal of a marketer, is or anyone selling your product, anyone that has a product or service is sold, is to make your prospect feel completely understood. If you can achieve that, you've probably achieved a sale. I love that. And from you coming from a place where you were scruffy, the lighting was bad, you didn't want to flick on that video, to what you ended up creating, which at the time you probably thought, hey, this is just something that maybe I wake up tomorrow, I feel more like turning the video on, I'll replace it out, to what the reality was. I mean, that's exciting, Fire Nation. That's innovation. You know, that's 
how, you know, what was that penicillin was made? I mean, that's just crazy stuff right there. It's like, mm-hmm. what's this grime on an orange peel? Like, let's, let's try it out. And the next <laughs> right. thing we know, you know, the world is healed. So right. what, like, what exactly happened that made you realize that what you were onto was something special? I mean, what was that defining moment? I mean, obviously yeah. you started making some good sales, but I mean, what was it that you really said, okay, this isn't just like something you do when you haven't shaved. This is it. Right. Um, that was easy. 30 days after I put the first VSL up online for my fitness product called Every Other Day Diet at the time, which was doing, you know, maybe 1% conversions, which is, was the gold standard back then. Uh, but it wasn't doing that well. It was maybe 8%, maybe 0.8. Um, and within 30 days, I had people spending a million dollars a month on advertising for me and I had never seen that kind of volume, you know, in my life and, and it just sales pouring in. I just like, it was crazy. And that was the moment where I thought, okay, not only am I onto something, but when, you know, my friend Mike Geary says, Hey, I'll, I'll pay you a large sum of money to write mine. And his is still, uh, his is still up to this very day. Um, and then uh, Pimsler, the language company calls me and then it just started spiraling, uh, you know, kind of not, I want to say out of control, kind of in a good way. Yeah. So that was it. That was it. It was a spiral of awesomeness. Yes. <laughs> so. so, John, we're going to move into the fire round. These are just three questions. And the first one being, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Definitely the, uh, I am not good with schedules. I'm not good with structure. So I, I, believe me, my assistants have tried to help me through this, but it's like I eschew <laughs> calendars and, and structure and tend to like, you know, if, if we're going to work on a project today, I'm like, nah, I don't feel like I'm going to work on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. We didn't take uh, proper college uh, courses together. That was similar, but this is something we're definitely different. <laughs> I am a slave to my calendar. Yeah. You called me at exactly three o'clock. So. It was on the dot. You're like, oh yeah, let me find something in the email. Exactly. And I'm just like sitting yeah. here, I'm like tapping my foot. I'm like, <laughs> so what, John, is your biggest strength? Probably I would have to say the my biggest strength is my passion to help others that translates into a drive that's that's pretty strong. And yeah, a drive to innovate, a drive to be excellent. And that comes from a passion of really wanting to help. You have a lot of things going on right now. Most of them are pretty awesome. What is the one thing? that you are most fired up of everything that you have going on right now? I would say that would be the um, taking Celerator into a, a true, when I say biz op, it's a true opportunity product where you have, you start from nothing. You don't even have a product. You don't even have an idea for a product. And you go all the way to your marketing, your first dollar online. And we have the tools inside Celebrator to do that right now. We just haven't marketed it like that. And so that's what we're about to do in this launch in June. So exciting. Exciting stuff. Yeah. So, John, we are about to enter the lightning round where we're going to be pulling some golden nuggets from your brother. But before we get there, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. It's one thing to get prospects to your website, but it's quite another to give them great user experience and engage them so they'll stick around. You might find yourself wondering how it all works, ranking in organic search results, designing your site so that it represents your brand, which theme is the best, how do I optimize my site so I'm not missing out on turning my prospects into leads? Good news, you don't have to spend hours of your own time searching 10 different places for answers to these questions and resources that can help, because when you host with HostGator, they offer all of this in 
one place. Everything from 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder, or a design professional you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash Fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash Fire in the number 30. There are a lot of great reasons smart business people trust LegalZoom.com. For starters, if you want to incorporate, form an LLC or nonprofit, file a patent or trademark, and get a DBA and more, LegalZoom helps you start the right way. Over the past decade, they've helped more than a million business owners just like you. But did you know that LegalZoom is also your first stop when you need advice from an attorney? LegalZoom's not a law firm, so they've assembled a network of independent attorneys in most states to provide legal advice and other useful services to help you run your business. So whether you need a contract reviewed or advice or whether you should incorporate or form an LLC, whatever your legal question, start with LegalZoom. And as always, they provide complete transparency with upfront pricing, customer reviews, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Make the right choice for your business at LegalZoom.com today. And don't forget to enter Fire at checkout to save even more. Again, enter fire at checkout at legalzoom.com. That's legalzoom.com, promo code FIRE. John, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yeah, man. Let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The only thing holding me back was I needed a car and I took the first job I had, then I quit. (laughs) (laughs) What is the best advice you've ever received? Learn how to forgive. What's a personal habit you believe contributes to your success? Uh, fitness, uh, getting up and, and taking care of the body, takes care of the mind. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Readability-score.com. Um, you should always go for a very good Flesh Kincaid score with your writing and try to write at a fourth or fifth grade level in most of your materials readability slash score.com. And then what's that grade level? Fourth to anywhere from fourth at the very, that's really, really good if you can get to down to fourth, but it no higher than seventh grade level. So fourth to seventh grade level, mm-hmm. readability hyphen score.com. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It would be my book, Open Click Buy, yeah. <laughs> because I'm an entrepreneur, man. No, <laughs> right. no I, because it, it leverages uh, the art of making money through email. And if it wasn't my book, I would literally say, read Thoreau's uh, Walden. I, I, it's my favorite book of all time. So there you go. Love and all. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. Dot com. And John, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Mm. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter's taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? First of all, I would take that $500 and the very first thing I would do is invest at least $100 of that into uh, the, the first book, a, a book on copywriting, uh, some, at least $100 worth of copywriting materials. That's what I would do. So I would read up on, you could buy two or three really good books for that. Uh, second, I would take that, the information I learned from those books and Google 
and, and look at what the most highest converting sales offers are in the field that I was interested in. I would t- take another of that $200 maybe and get together with someone like from Fiverr to help write a book. I would make it an audio book and they would transcribe it and put a book out. And then the rest of it, I would pay a, pay a, a developer to put up a simple video sales letter used, uh, taking the copywriting tips that I learned from the greats out there. And yeah, that's what I would do. And I would have a stock that would be basically never go down. I mean, I love the specificity, Fire Nation. This is your toolkit to take that step forward and give it a whirl. And guess what? If it doesn't work the first round, you you iterate, you pivot, you get feedback, and you try it again. And loving this stuff. And John, I want to end today how we started on Mm -hmm. fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye the understanding that the words on your page, whether they're a video sales letter, sales page, you're the words in your email are like wheels to your car. There's a lot of times where people talk about wanting to get a better engine. You can put a Ferrari engine. If it's on stilts, you won't go anywhere. So, so funnels and fancy stuff like this. I just wrote a blog about this, that those are great, but only after you've got words on a page that sell. And I would spend 50% of your time, literally 50% of your day for the next 30 days, focusing on nothing but sales copy and watch what happens to, (laughs) to your life, because that's the, that's the oxygen of your business. And you deprive your oxygen, deprive your business of oxygen. It's it's just going to suffocate and die. So that's, that's a real huge takeaway that I try to inspire other entrepreneurs and business owners to really take seriously. And as far as reaching me, Accelerator.com, uh, S-E-L-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com is where we reside and I can be reached there and check it out. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with John B. and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type John, J-O-N, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything we've been talking about. His book, Open Click Buy, the uh, great resource I can't wait to check out because I am probably, I'm going to say I'm definitely not in that realm where I need to be between fourth and seventh grade. Awesome stuff, readability-score.com. Plus all the awesomeness we've been talking about today, go check out Cellerator.com direct, Cellerator.com. And geez, John, I just want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. (laughs) Thanks, John. This episode is supported by Sidekick by HubSpot. Sidekick is the ultimate email advantage, providing you with seamlessly integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. With Sidekick, you can receive live notifications when someone opens and clicks on your emails, so you have powerful contact insight right in your inbox. Go to getsidekick.com slash fire to get your first month of Sidekick for free and to see why 200,000 other users love Sidekick. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.